was popping, was popping, was popping. Welcome, Nikki and Moose. I'm Nikki. That's Moose. What's up, Moose? What up, y'all? And on this episode, we're going to be talking about the power of AI, the future of content creation for brands. We're going to be talking about the tragedy of Damar Hamlin, but turning into a business triumph. We're going to talk about this number one food reviewer, Keith Lee, and his rise. And then hard work versus talent. What are we doing? Moose, how are we feeling about this episode? Yeah, originality meets the future. That's what you're going to get on this episode. I'm looking forward to it. Let's get into this intro. Two kids from Queens, cut from a different cloth. Now, joining forces, helping you to elevate your personal brand. Yeah, I'm talking about Nikki and Moose, bringing you a never-before-seen perspective into the mindset, the mentality, the behaviors, the driving force, but more importantly... The stories behind the people and brands that you know and love the most. And of course, you know this episode is powered by Ecamm Live, the number one all-in-one streaming platform that everything that you see of Nikki and Moose is done through Ecamm Live. They stream to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, all the social media platforms while still able to do pre-recorded videos, video isolation, audio isolation, have everything you need to have a high-quality show. Not podcast, not YouTube series. We're going to call it a show. So if you want your 14-day free trial on us, okay, www.nickyandmoose.com slash ecam. That's E-C-A-M-M for your 14-day trial. Good read. Yeah, I mean, like, it's the new Good year. Read. It's the new year. Moza, I haven't uh, talked to you all year. How you feeling? Literally. I mean, with the exception of the lies, but yeah, oh, yeah. I'm feeling pretty good. I had to take a moment and smile when you said that Ecamm. I was like, yo, shout out to Ecamm, man. Yes, you know it. what I'm saying? Shout out to Ecamm and the whole fam at Ecamm for uh, still rocking with us and, and continuing to power our show. I'm, I'm grateful for them, to say the least. Okay, okay. But yeah. still need to know. People need to know. Yeah, great man, for Ecamm, but I, how are I, you? <laughs> I, I, for a second, I heard you say pray for Ecamm. I was like, no, 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 great, no, no, not pray. Great. Not pray. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, go ahead. Yeah, but I mean, hey, no. you know what I'm saying? It's a little, little couple. So, no, man, things are great, man. Things are really, really well. It's just so... Uh, so happy to have clarity and and alignment and all that good stuff that can sometimes feel played out. But boy, is it important. And boy, do you feel a difference when when it lines up. So, yeah, man, I'm grateful to the most high and excited for episode 120. OK. All right. Yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah. I see what you did. Yeah. Um, I'm good. I'm still Super on a high of this New Year's situation, feeling the momentum on this whole new um, morning routine, but like early. Everybody knew I was a night owl. Um, I I changed that up. Uh, Shout out to my boo who's like, uh, can we change your schedule? I'm like, oh, great. Okay, great. So uh, now I, I won't officially say I'm a morning person, but... I am getting better. I wake up now at seven, right? All right, all right, right. right. Yeah, no, that's 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 big so for that's, me. Wake up work. at seven, uh, aiming for six. Got to figure out that kind of vibe. 
the true true goal is is about five thirty. I don't think I can mm. five but yeah. Mm-hmm. Five thirty. Um so that's the the twenty twenty three light goal. You know I me? Mean? Light goal. Love it. Not 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 yeah, well, too not too serious. Well, welcome to the light side. You know, typically they say welcome to the dark nah, side. No, see, but uh, but here's the real situation. Right no, no, but here's the si- situation. I like to wake up with light. Not mm-hmm. artificial mm-hmm. light. I like to wake yeah. up and be like, oh, the sun, this is morning, right? Yeah. No, it doesn't, <laughs> like, mad late. I'm like, yeah. that's why I started waking up at, at seven, because I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I could get it closer to, to the sun, like the, the sunrise if I wake up yeah. at seven. Now, when time changes, if we do time change, I don't, are we doing time change this year? Didn't they say they were going to stop that? It's not official yet, but as of right now, it still stands. All right. When we do the time change thing that we do every year, uh, then maybe my schedule will be a bit earlier. But right now, mm-hmm. seven, workout, uh, meditation, uh, to-do lists, re- interviews, I, like, I'm Fire. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Fire. 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 Yeah, I, I told you, I started the meditation vibe this year, and I'm like, all right, all right. But listening to this millionaire meditation. Come on. Come on. I'm like, I've got to be very clear about what I want this millionaire. Hey, look, you got the millionaire <laughs> millionaire uh, meditation. I was listening to the millionaire mornings to try to figure out this this uh, thing. The yes. biggest, and you heard the bar, but I'll, I'll, I'll let people know. The biggest help to waking up early is putting your phone through Carajo land. For those people who don't mm-hmm. know what that is, that's very far away. Put that way. phone far away, yeah. but you still have to, like, you can hear the alarm because majority of people's uh, phones are their alarm. I'm not buying a whole mm-hmm. alarm clock. That's not making Facts. sense to me no more. So put the phone far away, put the alarm clock on, and so you have to get up and you have to turn off the alarm, which you're already up. If you you put it far, you're like, all right, I already walked like more than 10 steps. It's a wrap. You feel me? Like, I might as well stay up at this point. Right. Yeah. What are we here for? Yeah. I'm already halfway near the bathroom now. Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> might as well Let's just go. go. So, yes. If there's one tip for those people who are trying to figure out how to wake up earlier, put that phone far away. Like, And if you can't hear it, get some Bluetooth speakers and make sure it's connected so your alarm, you can still hear it. I'm just saying. But let's get into this episode. Now it's time for the what's popping section, but you know we got a sponsor, right? This segment is sponsored by Deeper Than the Brand, the number one content branding community that shows you how to confidently and authentically build a brand, grow a social media presence, and build digital wealth. Go to deeperthanthebrand.com for more information. Let's get an air horn today. So let's talk about the future of content creation for brands, okay? Now, as content creators, as people who are growing a brand on social media, we're having these times where we're like, yo, I need new fresh ideas. I need to get some of these tasks away, like, creating captions, titles, 
descriptions, that whole nine, things that are a bit tedious, but is needed to grow a social media presence. Now, we've been hearing over and over about the power of AI. I don't know if you've been listening to CNN. It's it's all on Twitter. It's all on every social media platform, blogs. This thing called chat GBT, right? What in the world is chat? I can't even say it. Chat GPT, right? Now, keeping it very simple, it is a AI-powered writing assistant for you. Let's keep it very simple. But what everybody's talking about is that literally it had a million users in one week, which is pretty much unheard of. No social media platform has ever done that, right? And I'm not saying ChatGPT is, is a social media platform, but no platform that has been created has gotten a million users in one week. So we got to talk about what it can do, what are some of the prompts, how can we use it for ourselves, that whole nine. So think about it like this. When we have Google, we type in a keyword, we type in a phrase, and it gives us all these different links. And we still have to go through it. Like, okay, let me go through this source. Let me go through Forbes on this. Oh, this popped up. And normally we stay on the first page and that's it. It's more of like Google is like, you still have to do it. But with ChatGPT, it does it for you, which is crazy. So from a content creation standpoint, here's some of the things that it could do. It could uh, generate catchy titles for you. It could translate words to a whole new language, product descriptions. It could give you a whole write-ups for blogs and newsletters. The potential and the amount of things that this thing could do is truly unlimited, right? And it gathers all this information from everything that's happened on the internet. But when we go into chat PT, I can't even say, say it five times fast. It's the hardest thing to do, right? Yeah. But when you go into this AI uh, writing assistant, it's going to be super simple. But what I'm going to challenge you when you go into it is how can we be a bit specific, right? It's going, it, it, it literally, you chat to it. You could literally say, hey, how are you? I need this. I need, hey, I need a caption for social media. Cool. And it's going to give you a caption. But the more descriptive you are, more detailed you are, the better, right? So, for example, if we're talking about what are some good prompts that we can use from a content creation standpoint and to help us with our social media presence, let's talk about it, right? So, if we were trying to create a YouTube title, right? We're on YouTube or a podcast title because you're listening to the audio of this, right? I'll be like, um, act as a podcaster and give me five catchy uh, YouTube titles for, and I will explain what the podcast is about, right? If I had a certain kind of product, let's say I had uh, water, right? Shout out to water. Right. Uh, give me a product description about uh, s- mineral. Wait, uh, mineral added for taste type of vibes with water. Right. Boom. They could type out that description. 
say I need a welcome email to other content creators who are struggling with figuring out new ideas, boom, I go. So pretty much you want to give them, if you can, act as, so act as a podcaster, act as, um, let's say, a business that sells water, act as a uh, lawyer, act as whatever, and help me come up with what, right? Whatever you want it to do. The more descriptive you are, the better. The cool thing from a, from a content creation standpoint, for those people who create videos, you literally can get your videos transcribed, copy it, and say, hey, give me a summary or give me a uh, podcast show, show cat, showcase notes that came to talk. Look at this. This is horrible. For, <laughs> format podcast show notes, that was difficult, with this transcription. And it is going to come up with everything you may need. Now, here is the disclaimer. It is not perfect. It is not meant to do a copy and paste. This is only supposed to give you a foundation and you still have to add your own sauce. So because people are going to be thinking, oh, this is going to replace video editors, uh, copywriters, that whole nine. And that's not necessarily true, right? You still need to add that human flair, your words, your slang, your personality, your tone to it. Now, you can get as descriptive and saying, hey, uh, give me this particular tone, a funny tone, a persuasive tone, you know, a direct tone. You can get into that, but it still needs your, your swag to it. So when we are looking at AI in general, and I'm just giving one tool, when we're looking at AI, we have to look at it as this is going to be my foundation, but I'm going to be able to build off of it. I'm going to be able, what normally would take me an hour to do, can now take me less than a minute, right? Now I can be able to come up with different responses for people. I can come up with a consistent content schedule because I'm saying, can you give me content ideas about uh, my my new merch line? Can you give me uh, five uh content post about water and it'll give you that but at the end of the day it still needs your expertise so if you want to look into chat gpt say that five times i've been struggling with it chat gpt right you could go uh just google it literally google it or go to chat.openai.com it's a free uh free login. You do not have to pay for anything, but I do believe in the future you're going to have to pay. This is chat GPT three. They're already working on four. So take advantage of what you have now from a content creation and growing the brand standpoint. Take advantage of it now. Use it because in the future it's only going to get better, but there's going to be a price tag to it. I mean, What you got, Powerful. Moose? Yeah, man. The speed, the speed of which that thing is able to function at and all that incredible stuff. It's just 
bananas. So, man, flipping side, going into the what's popping in the business world. It's uh, kind of a mixed with sports and uh, stay woke a little bit. We've been keeping okay. it woke on okay. on, uh, on our on our show here uh, the last month or so. But man, uh, if you did not know, uh, a terrible act happened in the NFL on January second, where Bills defensive back uh, suffered a cardiac injury on the field. And so he was rushed to the hospital. Game was canceled. A very scary moment. And so. What happened recently was that he and his team filed for a trademark application with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, right? They wanted to file two patents, one for did we win, which the little context behind that, once he got to the hospital and gained consciousness, the first thing he said was, did we win, right? So that obviously broke headlines and captured a lot of attention because that were, those were the first words out of his mouth. And the second was three years back, right? Which is what he tweeted out after he kind of woke up and, and started recovering and on his way back. So two very powerful sayings. Now, during this time, especially at the time that he was unconscious for, and no one really knew his status, his charity, Chasing M's, was getting a ton of donations. I mean, there was just millions of dollars pouring into his uh, uh, foundation at the time, right? So here's what they later discover. Immediately, the thought and at least the thought process behind the trademarks themselves was we want to patent the saying so that we can offer clothing, motivational speaking services, and athletic training services, posters, pens, pins, and mugs, right? They wanted to protect the business around him because right now in the foreseeable future, who knows what will happen to his career. So great idea from a team standpoint. What they go on to later discover, and this could be one of the reasons why the move was made originally, is that on January 5th, which is just a couple of days after the incident happened, there was an LLC out of Coney Island that also filed an application to trademark the same saying, did we win? So they filed that trademark a day before DeMar and his crew or his team were able to file that trademark. So it gets a little messy in this situation, but overall, the moral of the story here is, as always, have a good team around you, right? To be able to have people who have your back by your side, that as you're going to through a life-altering situation, they're thinking not only about your personal well-being right now, but they're thinking about your financial future, Tremendous, right? The second thing is don't overlook the legal side of things, the trademark and all of that. I mean, had he not been paying attention to something like that, somebody else could have swept in, trademarked his saying, and made a fortune off of something that he can really benefit from. So just one of those things to be really mindful of, man, as we go into the new year. I know that's the boring stuff that no one really wants to talk about or think about or learn or focus on, but it's very important when you're talking about securing a financial future, especially for someone in this case who suffered something, you know, so crazy and out of the blue. So yeah, check with, uh, make sure your team is good and check with your attorneys, people. Facts. And that is the what's popping section. Uh, let us know what you think 
about it, everything from what his team did, things about chat GPT, that whole nine. Let us know. But of course, we got to talk about early things you could have lived without. Okay, where's my... So we got three things. I would love for you guys to pick what you could have lived without. First thing, of course, uh, since we're in the new year, uh, saying happy new year after the first week of January. Okay, when when is the cutoff? Like, how long do we have to continue to say happy new year to people? Is the first week, is the second week, third week, that whole nine. Would love to hear your 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 intake on that. But uh, could you have lived without hearing a happy new year over and over again after the first week of January? The second thing, uh, all these gyms being back. Mm. First thing. Like, y'all been there, okay? Hold on. That that deserves Y'all know y'all haven't been there all year. Here's January. Now it's all packed, right? That, you know, could you have lived without the packed gyms? Do you want, when you're going through your journey or just maintaining just your time? Just let us know that. And then last but not least, uh, Lucky Charms has a new flavor uh, s'mores. Uh, I don't know what's happening with Lucky Charms. I love Lucky Charms, but I'm not sure about this new Lucky Charms flavor s'more. Some things just don't really need to be touched. Chill out. Stay right there. But hey, uh, shout out to Lucky Charms. But Moose, which which one would you pick? The Man. the people saying. Uh, Happy New Year after January 1st, gyms or Lucky Charms? Yeah, I could do without jam-packed gyms for the new year. That's for sure. Because you're a gym rat. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, I, you know, that's it's a part of my thing. So I got to go with that. It'll be wrong if I didn't. So yeah, I could definitely do without, without some jam-packed gyms. That's fair. I, and you know what? For me, even though I'm not a gym rat or gym anything, hello, chubby people over here. Um... I would have to say the gym's being packed because if I was uh, wanting to do something in the gym, right? If I yes. wanted to, I don't yeah. want mad people. I want to go through my struggles by myself, not even by myself, but like a small group of people. Like I like that honesty. Yeah, you know I mean, like, yeah, like give me, though now we're all doing, that doesn't motivate me. That makes me feel claustrophobic. And I'm not even claustrophobic. You feel know I me? Mean? Like I'm not even. So, uh, I pick number two. Uh, Moose picks number two. What do you pick? Let us know uh, because it's just things we could live without. You feel me? Things we could live without. But let's get into this blueprint because I'm super excited about this. Um, let me let me start it off with this, right? Because actually I was going to stop and like regroup, but I'm really excited about this this uh, segment, right? So if you haven't been on social media, you've probably not heard this man, but this is a guy who came from MMA. I mean, actually a famous brother as well who was in the MMA uh, you know, field, but MMA fighter turned number one TikTok food reviewer, Keith Lee, is now making 
so much noise. Everything from his style of videos to his collaborations with Chipotle, with now up and coming uh, Mr. Beast, to where a simple video can pretty much sell out a local restaurant. Wow, I can't even say restaurant. A local restaurant in a matter of hours, right? Keith Lee has very humble beginnings from anything from just, this all happened within a year. He was sitting in his car, literally praying to God to make this work. Now, as I make this video, I got $1,000 up in my account. Still no financial security, no job or no job offers, but I have God and I haven't made it yet, but I will. He got me, he got you. To now different brand deals on different series, growing a social media following. It's amazing to see as this is being recorded, he has over 8 million followers on TikTok. We have to go over the blueprint and figure out how does a regular guy with a regular camera just talking about food have such an impact locally through where he lives in Las Vegas to now it's selling things out. I want, we want to show you just an example of one of his, his videos, but once you see it and you go follow my man, you're going to binge. I'm warning you, you're going to binge. So, so if you've never heard of Keith Lee, uh, this is kind of an example of one of his videos. Yesterday afternoon, I got an email from an employee of a family-owned restaurant here in Vegas. I got it, let's try it, and rate it 1 through 10. I spent $86.73. The email read, I'm an employee at Frankincense Pizzeria. It's really slow, we really can't afford rent, and we would love for you to come and try the food. The owner don't know you coming. It's a family-owned business and the food is delicious, but we don't have a marketer behind us. That's the only reason why we don't really get that much business. The owner reached out to another food creator and they tried to charge us $2,600 to do a food review. How much do you charge? Please let me know. Thank you. I didn't charge absolutely anything and I bought my own food. This taste test is to really see, is it only because of the marketing or is the food bad or is the service bad? Let's try this food. Garlic knots, off rip. These look amazing. Boy. Mm -hmm. It's some red chili flakes on there that makes it spicy. I was not expecting that to be spicy. That is delicious. 9.2 out of 10. We starting high. Peach chutney wings. I ain't never had a peach flavored wing before. That's a delicious wing. It's sweet, it's salty. That's a nine out of 10. One half of the classic Italian sub. This thing is huge. Frank. This is delicious. All this food is so balanced so far. It's spicy, it's salty. 9.6 out of 10. I thought this was more food. He gave me a whole bag of ranch. I didn't even ask for that. That's good service. That just took me over the top. Mild wings, they look like homemade ranch too. I'm not a huge fan of the ranch. It's kind of bitter to me, but that wing, that wing is fire. I wish it was a little more spicy. For mild, it has no spice at all. So for the wing, it gets an eight out of 10. The ranch is like a six and a half out of 10. Lemon pepper sauce wings, that thing packed with flavor. I ain't gonna try the ranch again because again, I'm not a huge fan. This is one of the best wings I've ever had. This is a 10. So 
that's just an example. And for my audio listeners, you you could hear how good it was, right? Uh, but before we go into the dialogue, uh, let's see when he does one of these reviews, what actually happens. Since the Frankincense news, and since it got on the news, I've literally been trying to call and just tell Frank thank you and I appreciate him. I haven't been able to get to, to him through the phone. I see why. I just pulled up. I see why. The door is all the way up here. The line goes all the way back there. I'm not doing a slice. I'm not doing a breach. Because you guys are more important. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Frank. Bro, what? I just wanted to come say hi. That's all. literally all I came for. This is crazy. Come on out. There's so many uh, things we could break down when it comes to Keith, but Moose, I would love your your take on my man. Yeah, man. I mean, just authenticity and or- originality will prevail. That that's the first thing that comes to mind. You you can just see how genuine and humble and down to earth this guy is, and the fact that he want he went on to do this completely free. You know, that's a great opportunity to say, hey, yes. I charge this amount. And when you're struggling with money, I mean, just think about how many of us, when we're in that situation, you know, you by all means have the right to say, I got to look after my family. I'm running a business here. I have to take care of my career or what my next move is. And so you probably have the right to make sure you don't do anything for free. So I think there's so much more power in that when you have every right to charge, to say, you know what? based on the circumstance and the context of this situation, don't worry about this. I'm going to front the bill. I, I think that's incredible. His story is very powerful. And shout out to the employee who reached out to him mm-hmm. on behalf of Frank, or, or who I'm assuming is the owner. I don't know. Right. But that's awesome, man. Just, just for something like that to happen and see it unfold that way. Not to mention it shows the power of social media. I, I like that TikTok is getting in the mix a little bit more now. It's not just Instagram, but that's just, that's what a beautiful story. Yeah, I, I've i been really big on Keith for the past, I would say week or so. I'm not saying long time. I'm saying really trying to break down what makes him so special. Like, but like Moose said, he's very relatable, right? You, you can tell like, it's just, This is one of us, right? Going, look, I got all these different things. Let's see if they're good. And now you're you're actually watching and waiting for his reactions, waiting for the rating, right? So something as so simple as let me grab my phone and let me just record this. Let me grab, I'm paying it. I'm not trying to feel entitled. Like, yo, do you know how many, uh, followers that I have give me the food where there's other people that would do that. He actually calls in. He doesn't say who he is. He orders it. He pays for it. And he gives his honest review, which now has created uh, not only an amazing social media following, but two, it has created multiple brand deals that like we saw in the beginning, that was just a year ago from when this was recorded. This was just a year ago where he was in his car saying, yo, I was broke. 
And then at the end of that, that video, you saw, yo, different paid deal, paid deals, different, uh, YouTube series collaborating in, in what we said we were going to talk about. He now is about to collaborate with Mr. Beast based off, yo, you have a strong follow. Eight million is not, is not light. Yeah, it's not light. But when that happened, this was, I would say, December 10th was when he had four million. Then Mr. Beast was like, yo, I want to send you some of my candy. Bet, here are the things you have to do. One, you gotta, you gotta put my mom, my, 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 my wife and my mom or my sister, my wife and my sister on. Hello. Two, we got to find a struggling uh, Vegas restaurant and we got to help them. We got to bring our exposure together and we got to help them. And what I love about Keith is that he does this for a purpose, right? The, the little bit of help that he thinks, yo, if, if I could at least bring a little bit of traffic to these restaurants, a little bit of exposure to these people who are doing good, right? I think that's why I want to create these food reviews, right? It was maybe something that he wanted to try and then he saw the impact. It's not just about the money. It's not just about the exposure, it's truly about helping others. And, and one of the things when it comes to figuring out this type of blueprint is one, can you be relatable? Two, do you have a bigger purpose than just a following and money, right? Three, how do you keep it simple? If we paid attention to the video, is very simple cuts in front of the, the camera. He's on a kitty chair. I don't know if anybody watches the end when he gets up, he's sitting on like his daughter's kitty chair each and every single solitary time. He zooms in and out every single time he talks, right? Which creates a, a distraction for the audience, right? Cause if it was just him, you'll probably just lose interest. But now you're seeing that sometimes he adds some B-roll, sometimes he adds some voiceovers, but it's very simple compared to what we may think is supposed to be viral, what we may think is supposed to work. And when we're looking at Keith Lee's uh, videos, we binge on it because it's just a normal video. It's not getting sold to, I'm not getting... Uh, you know, overproduce with the content. This is just a normal video. I want to see what my man reacts to the fact. What I love is that he, uh, somebody reviewed something from Ch Chipotle, like they created their own fajita and he did a, a stitch on, okay, I see what you did. Let me try it. Right. Tried it. And Chipotle hit both of them up. Like, yo, uh, let's make that happen. That's and awesome. now it's an actual item that's coming out for Chipotle. Wow. So it's crazy that something so innocent has now had the true power of influence. And what's amazing about the Mr. Beast one, I would love your take on this, 
Mr. Beast is an influencer. This is not like Chipotle, yes, brand, mm-hmm. company, that whole nine. But now we're taking the power of, of an influencer from Mr. Beast, who's done very well. We've covered him multiple times on this podcast. Now creating a candy, Feastables, I think. Yep. To now, let me give this to another influencer that is going to get my candy out to the world. They're waiting to see if this is good or not. If this is good, I'm going to have uh, thousands and thousands, maybe millions of sales based off what Keith says. Because if in a local standpoint, he can pack out a restaurant, what do you think is going to happen from a more nationwide and global standpoint? So taking two powerful influencers, it just shows like how of a chokehold that mm-hmm. these two have on their followers, a chokehold on the direction of, will I buy this food? Will I go to this restaurant? Will I eat this candy? Will I go here? Just based off what they say or do. So it's very important mm-hmm. when we're looking at our platforms, understanding that we have the power of influence and we have to be sure that we take on that responsibility as such. Because yeah. if Keith says it's no good, we're not eating it. Straight up. And, and mixed in there is a, is a lesson on collaboration. I yep. mean, think about Mr. Beast's stance on this. He, might, he could have, which he didn't do, which is great, but he could have looked at Keith and said, you know what? This guy's a first-year TikToker. What does he have on me? I've been in the game 10 plus years. I'm not going to reach out to him. Right. But in this case, you see him reaching out, making the connection, following him and his family and abiding by the request that he made so that they can work together, which I think is only going to be incredible. Right. But on the flip side of it, Keith is also really good. And I, that's the that's the main thing that we have to take with this as well, that it's not just about collaborating for the sake of collaboration, but make sure that you're also working on your craft or you're good. You, you have something to back it up because. There was a a few items that he recommended and they were sold out nationwide for a month. Mm. Right. So I think that begins to show the level of impact and reach that he has. And more importantly, even the trust that he has with his audience. If he says this and everyone says yes, and it sells out nationwide for an entire month, that's bananas. I read it in an email. I have to get the exact snack, but just shows the power of both collaboration and yet also the importance of being good at your craft or just having that trust with your audience so that when these opportunities come along, you're capturing the attention of people who have 10 times more experience than you. I mean, the reach, Mr. Beast, we know he has billions of views. So we're just really seeing the beginning of what seems like the top of the mountain for Keith. And who knows what can happen thereafter as he gets exposed to maybe uh, not just an, uh, an, in, a, na- a nationwide audience, but an international audience or a worldwide audience with Mr. Beast's brand. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. And lastly, you, you have to think about will maybe, and I'm just kind of piecing some things together here in my own imagination, but we know that. Keith has been very low production, just his phone. And it looks like maybe an AirPod in his ear to capture some, some sounds where Mr. Beast is super high production. And he knows he spends tons of 
hundreds of thousands of dollars on videos. So yeah. it's like, man, I, I would like to see, you know, what will happen in the future. But I think the end of January is when this whole thing is slated to, to take place. So it won't be too long before we really find out how it goes. But beautiful story nonetheless. Oh, yeah. I believe two, three videos are going to come out of it just as like the Mr. Beast style. So that's mm -hmm. that's due to come, but uh, real quick recap of of the blueprint of Keith Lee is: Are you relatable? Can you keep it simple? Right? High production doesn't necessarily mean viral. High production doesn't necessarily mean a deep connection with your audience. Keep it simple. Keep it organic, and be completely truthful. What we what we look at Keith, he will show if he doesn't like it. He will show if he likes it. It's not only, yay, this is great food all the time. He shows both. Now nah, I'm not feeling that. That gets a three. That gets a one. I'm not feeling it at all. Nope. So be truthful on your platforms. So authentic, relatable, keeping it simple. And this is what has helped and made Keith Lee super successful. And I can't wait to see what else is going to be for him. And Keith, if you want to jump on Nikki and Moose to break down how you built your brand and futures for the business side of things, let us know. Uh, the invite is out there. We would love to have you. You know what I mean? Oh, Such a great guy. I like, I love his content. <laughs> love his content. But Let's talk about this or that. Uh, I guess the the first one of the year. You feel me? Um, hard work or talent, Moose. What 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 are we what are we thinking? Hard work or talent? I I mean I can only speak of my experience, and and I have to go with uh, the hard work. I don't mm. I don't know that I was particularly talented at anything. I was an Egyptian kid playing baseball. They don't have Egypt in ah, baseball up until Here we go with the downplay. No, no, no we're not doing that. We're not doing that. No, it's, no, sir. It's the truth. It's, uh, do me a favor. If somebody's listening to this, I want you to Google baseball in Egypt and uh, let me know what you get. But for, really cool, right? I actually just saw something that happened this summer where Giancarlo Stanton from the Yankees went to Egypt to introduce baseball to the kids in Egypt. I was like, that's awesome. I would love to be a part of that. But long story short, I'm just saying for me, uh, as for me and my, and my experience and my, where I stand with it, I got to say hard, hard work is important. Don't get me wrong. Skill is incredibly important. But it's, the, the real answer is both. Right. Both of them. But I'm, I'm going to take hard, hard work on, uh, on this one. I'm going to play the clip first and then I'm going to give my, my uh, take. But I'm going to play the clip first. The people who win in this game are always the overachievers. They're the ones who put in the most work. You're sitting there measuring talent and skills and all the looks. The hustler wins in this. And my whole life, I've been a hustler. Like, my feet on the pavement. People say, too short, so tapes out his trunk. We was on foot. We didn't have a car. We was literally on the bus with a paper bag full of cassette tapes selling in the hood. I tell when you put in all this work and you get your foot in the door and you look around and you like, I'm on stage, they love me. I made it. You should look at the opposite of that. Like, this is where it starts. And then 
every time you set these goals and you achieve them, whether you do or not, when you get to that point, it starts all over again. It ain't no end game. And when you think like that, you're the winner. You're going to win. It's a philosophy that is easily said. Like, if you're the kind of going to stay up till 4 in the morning kicking it, you still got to get up at 9 and hustle. You can't be the guy who sleeps all day. You can't be the guy who delegates. You, like, laying around. The money coming in, you're like, hey, man, go do that, man. You do that. If you ain't doing it, it's going to get away from you. I'm hands on. They always say, let me do it. Like, nah, bro, I got it. I carry these boxes. I'll do the edit. Whatever. I tell them. So, uh, for those who don't know, that was a uh, rapper too short. Okay. Uh, he was on an interview and just giving his take between, uh, hard work versus talent. And for me, I'm going to say, uh, drum roll, please. Right. Do I have it? No, I don't. I don't. Eddie, put some drum rolls. Drum roll would have been classic. Isaiah, right there. put some drum rolls. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to say talent with, a uh with work okay i wouldn't even say hard work i would say with work reason why um you can now granted people who do the hard work they're nine out of ten times way more consistent than the person with talent absolutely right but when the talent does come in it just makes the people who do hard work just look crazy sometimes it's like Ooh, I've been like all day, all day right. for right. like mad months doing this. You come in. Uh, what? How, yeah. Sway? So I, I do believe talent with an ounce of work can beat hard work any time of the day because this is something that comes very natural. But what it what you have to do when you have the talent, a.k.a. Kobe Bryant, right? When you have the talent and you put the work in because you understand what I have right here is different. What I have right here, no one else can do in the way that I do it. So I have to continue to craft it. I have to continue to master it. I have to continue to make this look good and impossible for other people to do because that's what we look at what a Jordan did. This is what we look at at a LeBron is doing, right? This is what we're looking at at a rest in peace Michael Jackson did, right? We look at Michael Jackson. You can see highly documented uh, as a kid, my man was talented. But he put work in, granted, shout out to the father who did a little, who OD'd on it, right? But my man was naturally talented. He put work into it and it became the king of pop. Right. We, we think of of Tiger Woods like these are people who are naturally talented, who also put the work in and now are known as goats. Number one, you know, just high top tier. So, yes, I'm, I believe true success does come from hard work. Absolutely. But let you be a talented mofo. Let let you come through with, boom, here we go. Like, for instance, a person who can naturally speak Spanish is going to beat a person who has learned Spanish every single day of their life. They're going to come through. 
why why did you come here? Why? Right. Why? Like <laughs> That's true. To some it's extent. Like, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's I'm true. just saying, I, like you can hold I, your own. This thing. You can yeah. hold your own. And at the end of the day, you can hold your own. That's good. Right? At the end of the day, the hard work can get you uh up very high. Absolutely. What I'm saying, if I had to pick, yeah, right? If I had to pick, I would pick the talent with an ounce of, of hard work is going to be anybody who does the hard work. Now, you may not have a certain talent that you want to have. I'm not sitting here saying you don't have talent. I'm not going to be like Moose and be like, I have no talent. Go oh, on. I have a lot of talent. But I was and, just uh, Praise God. <laughs> I didn't say that far now. Praise, was, praise God. I was All just right. saying specifically, because no, because here's the thing. I look at talent and gifting as difference, right? Okay. It's like the, the idea of a gift is something that you're born with. You really didn't have to do anything for it. You just, you got it. You know, it's okay. like you said, your native tongue is Spanish. My native tongue is Arabic. So even at my worst attempt, I'm likely to speak better than the person who is learning the language and is messing up their tongue and trying to do all this craziness where a talent, I think a talent comes from hard work. Mm -hmm. It's, it's you put in the hours. It's what I like to call subconscious success. Meaning that at one point you had to sit down and consciously think about everything you have to do step-by-step, bit-by-bit, second-by-second to spring together enough actions so that you can do something the right way. But over time, as you beat that craft and beat that craft and beat that craft and spend time really working on that thing that you care about and so passionate about, over time, it becomes a talent for you. You know, communication wasn't a talent for me. Arabic is my first language, literally. Mm -hmm. And now 99.999% of the things that I do are in English. It's bananas. You couldn't have convinced seven-year-old me that however many years later that a main method for how I would make a living would be through communication and in English for that matter. Right. But when you study the A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and then you start springing together some words and then you just crack, you just keep beating at it and beat at it and beat at it. And then you record yourself doing some, some craziness. I remember my first video, it took me six hours to record a 10 minute speech. That is no exaggeration. I still have the video unlisted on YouTube. Isaiah, don't even ask me for it because I will not give it to you. It's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Isaiah who always hit me up like, hey, you Absolutely. spoke about this on the podcast. Send me the images. I'm Send like, me that. Oh, man. Yeah. But, but it's crazy, man. And then to think about it now, I'm not going to lie. It still takes me a little bit to record, you know, uh, a one or two minute video. I'm, I get better with, with after a couple of trials. But I just see it differently, Nick. I think talent comes from hard work. And if, if you can, you know, I look at Isaiah Thomas as another one, basketball player who was drafted, I think, in the, I don't know if he was the last pick of the draft or something like that. But four years later, he was traded for Kyrie, who was the first pick of that same year's draft. Hard work, mm. you know? So there's like a lot of those stories. And, and I think I'm a little biased, honestly, uh, because... I love an underdog story. You know, that's, that's, that's mm -hmm. a fun part of it. So I, I, I do connect with that a little bit more. Talent, um, it, but I, I, do, I will say this, I agree with you in the fact that it is annoying to see talented people show up and, and just, like we said on the live, <sighs> <sighs> done. You're like, seriously, bro? Really? That's, that's what we're doing today? We're just going to, okay, got it. It's cool. like they can come in the room and be like, boom. Oh! I swear to God. I swear to God. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I have to yeah. say, paragraph Z says boom, and you're good. You're oh, what? Change okay. your life. <laughs> right. Change your life. Ah, so uh, let us know uh, talent or hard work. What would you pick? Uh, what are you going to be? Shoot, what are you? What are you going to concentrate on in 2023 between those two? Yeah, I mean, let us know. Uh, please leave us comments. Share this. That whole nine. And don't forget, we have the after show. Go check out the after show. We have really good conversations. Uh, I vent a lot. Moose actually this opens up more. This, <laughs> this like is also true. Vents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I'll say some stuff. I'll tell people yeah, yeah, what, I actually, be like, Yo. what I actually have for breakfast today. You know, I, Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. He'd be like, yo, I went outside. Where? Yeah, it's crazy. Yo, I like, went to the coffee shop. Whoa! <laughs> Breaking news. Imagine breaking news, a little banner at the bottom. Hey, can we I get put where? My shoes on today, Absolutely, you know, Starbucks. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> wow, Starbucks, as if there's not 6,000 of them. There's in not the city. thousands yeah. of those. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's uh, this specific one that had the cake pops. I had a cake. You like cake pops? What? <laughs> It's not it's it's not that bad though. But it be it you learn a lot more about moose. So T Moose people, head over to the after show. You learn some some things. Uh probably if you heard it in the after show, you probably will hear it four months later on the actual podcast. Just letting you know mm-hmm. this, okay? This is this is a true fact. This is absolutely a true fact. Cause he'll be like, Yeah, remember on the after show? That was four. Yeah, and yeah. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Acting like it was last week. It really was. It was like four months ago. It's all good, right. though. It's all good. Right. So go check that out. Like I said, I go my random rants, but my rants have value. So don't think it's like Nikki going crazy and acting real Puerto Rican-ish. Because it's not. Right? Follow us on all social media platforms. At Nikki and Moose. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn. Wherever your thing is. And of course... Moose, final words. Yeah. Uh, real quick, let me just say this. Sorry to interrupt the flow. Uh, oh. Folks, were, uh, make sure you check out our live show on Tuesdays as well. You know, we got hey. a new goal. Yeah. I was, just want to put that out there. We're doing something a little special this year. We're passionate about growing this community on the podcast. And really, uh, we still feel that we're YouTube and podcast best kept secret. So I said, if we reach 100 live viewers... We're going to give out some hundreds. You know what I'm saying? Just to keep it fair. So y'all y'all check us out Tuesdays yeah, at 8 did. o'clock. Um, and this will be in line with my uh, final words. Okay? Um, I really think that you can measure a person's hunger and their humility by how often they ask for help. So that was me asking for help right there. Saying, hey, help us. Okay? Grow this thing together. But for real, man, there's nothing wrong with asking for help whenever you need it. I think there's a lot of hunger and humility in that. So ask somebody for help if you need it this week. How, wait, first of all, you're not going to speed oh, past that like you didn't just say what you just said. <laughs> yeah. But, all right, we'll do that one too.